Hello and welcome to Launching the Pilot with your hosts Brian and Kevin. Two hundred and twenty-six. Yeah, that's it. Two hundred and twenty-six. <laughs> that's been a week ago. Good job. One of us is on. Yeah, <laughs> good job. It's a, one of us is on the ball. <laughs> um, it's unusual for it to be me. This time we're doing Callahan, which is one episode. <laughs> the pilot yes. Episode. There's no other episodes. It was nineteen eighty-two. And again, if if you'd said to me that this was a Saturday Night Live sketch. <laughs> I would have absolutely believed you. Yeah. Now, there's only one, one reason I picked this, and could you see that reason? <laughs> um, would she have appeared in trading places? She would have appeared in trading places as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, um, I mean, having said that, I mean, the thing is, it starts off, and it's, it's, it's so blatantly a piss take. Yes. It absolutely, you know, it screams that it's ripping the piss out of like Raiders, yeah, Raiders uh, and, and Romancing the Stone. Yeah, all that type. Uh, yeah, the that type of thing. I think the lyrics down to the theme song. And he goes, uh, Callahan, 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 Callahan. That's it. <laughs> and it spells it out at one point. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. This, this starts, so, yeah. yeah. This does hot. Was it Butch Butchner? That's kind of Butchner. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of had Jamie Lee Curtis as Rachel. Yeah. Barnet. Barnet. Uh, Barnet. Yeah. John Hark Harkins as Marcus. Yeah, it's Marcus Vox. It says Vox in yeah, the titles, but I'm sure he calls him Vex. Vex. He does call him Vex. Yeah. Definitely does. Uh, and uh, Peter Mulaney and as Mustafa. Um, yeah, Peter Maloney as Mustaf. Yeah, Mustaf. That's it. So, so we get the intro. <laughs> yeah. This is New York. Yes. And I've got legs. Yes. Yeah. So I've got legs. <laughs> yes. That, that's right. Yeah. I've got. Yeah. Um, because the the title of it is Appointment in Rangoon. That's right. Yeah. It is. So then, yeah, I've got New York Yellow Cab legs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I will know whose legs. And then she. Yep, and then uh, uh, there's plenty of them on display as well. But then you just see the, the, there's like a foyer, yeah. and there's a newspaper with an advert that's highlighted yes, for, for an assistant. Yeah, and then she she bumps into some bloke. Pardon? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, she bumps into someone. Yeah, and then there's there's a gun falls on the floor. Yes, don't worry, it's just a lighter. It just just looks like a a gun. It's a lighter. Yeah, and then canned laughter. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Really, really bad canned laughter. And then we've got some fake shakes. (laughs) That's right. Yeah, yeah. Got the fake shakes. Really looking uh, inconspicuous. Yeah, and then um, she goes up. She she goes. Yeah, she goes upstairs, like just walks into this office, doesn't yeah. she? And they, 
there's some pl- topless bloke working out. It looks like he's doing sort of like kata from martial arts or something. But she says, is that something or other Bonds. tribal dance? Yes, yes, yes. And he says, oh, yes, yes it is. Yes. Yeah. And she goes, um, so, yeah, I've, I've come around the job. She goes, I've got a degree in ancient history. It's, it's, like, it's not more yeah. history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And she says, I need the job to put my boyfriend through medical school. Or is it dentist school? Oh, it's one of the schools. <laughs> Yeah, it's something like that, isn't it? And then, uh, but it's obviously so. Like every time she looks full on him, it, you get the sort of like the life of Brian music, don't you? Because she's obviously sort of like smitten. Oh yes, well, he's topless. <laughs> yeah, he is topless. And then, but then, bloke she bumped into comes in. Which we find out later is Mustafa. Uh, so, yeah. yeah, and he and he gives him a skull, and yeah, he says, "Oh, have a look at this," and he's he says. I can't remember what it is. It's some sort of skull, it's, anyway. It's, 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 it's not just any skull, it's the missing link skull. Yeah. Exactly. So he throws it across to her and says, Here, have a look, see what you think. She drops it because she wants to. She drops it, it and it breaks. And he, he sort of like says, oh, Well, what you done? You know, what you done? And he says, Well, it's obviously a fake, and there's only one person I know who could create a fake that good. It's Vex. What, you know, what, yeah, what. Why are you working for Vex? Mr. Callahan? That was the ancient Karaskin ritual dance, wasn't it? Yes, we're funding a study on its physiological effects. I'm Rachel Bartlett. I'm here about the job. Excuse me a minute. I have a master's degree in ancient history from UC Santa Cruz and... I'll tell you the truth, Mr. Callahan. I really need this job. Could you hand me the towel, please? Ah, uh, sure. Ah. Uh, you see, Mr. Callahan, I'm, uh, I'm trying to put my fiancé through dental college. Mr. Callahan, I want to show you something. What is it? I know you're doing a study on the famous missing link between man and ape. Pithecanthropus erectus. What do you think? My cranium! Settle down, fellow. The skull's a fake. A brilliant fake. It can only be the work of one man. Marcus Vett! Now, where did you get it? Let it go on my lapels. And then they have a bit of a fight. Yep, and then she gets kicked over, doesn't she? She gets knocked over. Yeah, kicked it. Yeah, so she drops. So um, the, the guy gets away. Callahan, yeah, Callahan sort of like jumps to help her. Bloke runs off, yeah, he, he and she picks up a. Yeah, yes, yeah. and she picks up a matchbook. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. They do feature quite heavily in this, yeah, don't they? Yeah, Alex, Alex should have their own uh, starring, <laughs> starring part. So she, she, yeah, she finds a matchbook with from the Rangoon Ritz. Yes, yes, indeed. I like the way they focus on the, the Rangoon Ritz. And then the next thing you know, there's you see a lot of British Airways plane taking off. That's right, yeah. And the bad guy goes, wait, this plane goes faster. You hear his voice over for some reason. Yeah. That's all right. And then you uh, see a little tiny Cessna type thing taken off, and he says, Follow that plane. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty, this time we talk about 
<laughs> yeah, no, right. She says, that's all right, as long as I'm back by six because I've got to meet my fiance for dinner. Yeah. Yeah, well, we're we're not. No, we're 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 in a lot somewhere with um, so like where they've got a market scene and released chickens. I've got whale that they really filmed in Rangoon. Can't believe the budget of this. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and they're driving a jeep. Typical bizarre, isn't it? Is the hawkers because was it? Some bloke comes up to him, gives him a a jar or something, he hands it to her yeah. and she gives it back to the blunt. Yeah. Then there's somebody else comes up with like a, a pot yes. or a pan or yes, something right. like this, yeah. gives it to him. He, he studies it, looks interested, gives it so to her. She, she gives it. And then some bloke, some bloke comes up with like a Kenwood mixer, doesn't he? <laughs> but, um, yeah, so. Yeah. That's right, because well, he's he's charming the snake sort of thing, and then when he speaks to him, he stops blowing, um, and the snake collapses. Then it's just obviously a rubber fake thing; yeah. it just collapses to the floor. So they're chatting, and he says, "Yeah, uh, it could cue him falling over." That's right. Yeah, so. Vex, it's it's the bloke from his office and that, it's isn't it? So, yeah. um, so he throws like a Vex, or something at, at this guy. his belt is, um, yeah, his belt is actually, um, was it a bolas? Yeah, bolas, yes. You know, like the the, lapo, the th- three balls on a yeah. rope sort of thing? So he throws that to trip him up, but he just trips up some bloke who's carrying a load of um, market stuff, yeah. isn't it? <laughs> But as as Call- Callahan runs off, he says to somebody, "Bury that man." Yeah. They run through a puddle, and then Jamie Lee Curtis runs through the same puddle, and turns into a huge. Yeah. Puddle. Yeah, <laughs> it's the old Vicar Vicar Dibley splashing in puddles joke, yeah, isn't it? Is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of a sudden, she's chin deep. And she calls out um, to Callahan, who turns around. That time he gets knocked out from behind, doesn't he? Yeah. That's right. So, um, yeah, like in a dungeon or something, yeah, don't they? No so then, the dungeon, yeah. so then, yeah, so then you get the backstory um, where he says she she asks him about this vex, yeah. and he says, "Oh, you know, um, he sort of he's wherever there's been." It was ten years ago. There was a cannibalistic tribe worshiping him as a god. Yeah, that's right. And and then he goes on about this bloke who's um, a so like philanthropists only wanted to help the world and things like this. And he went across to see these cannibals and they killed Netim. Yeah. They said, the reason I dislike Vex is because he ate my father. <laughs> Marcus Vex isn't just a counterfeiter. Ten years ago, he was living in the Amazon with a tribe of cannibals who thought he was some kind of a god. Then an explorer from the U.S. came along, a man who unselfishly devoted his entire life to scientific knowledge. He was captured and eaten. Maybe that's why I don't like Marcus Vex. He ain't my father. And then, um, yeah, yeah, a priceless dagger. Yeah, priceless, absolutely. 
says someone. And then this, this is something to do with nature. Nature do something. It would destroy this yeah. this country if they knew. I said Burma. It would destroy Burma if they knew this taco existed. So, yeah. My God, the sacred dagger Bundara. It's the symbol of the nation. If the country finds out that it's here, it could be the fall of the government, civil war. And Bundara is one of America's chief oil suppliers. This dagger could be worth millions to one of our enemies. Thank you for the information, Mr. Callahan. Vex! I knew it would be you. You fools. You have fallen right into our trap. Yeah, so then, yeah, so then, um, yeah, this voice say, oh, so thanks very much for working it all out for us. Yeah, thanks for the appraisal. And then, that's what you were here for. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. So he gets, um, it's the bloke from earlier, Mustafa, yeah. and he get this, they, they sort of, it's really, it's really odd. I couldn't work out what happened. But it's, it's sort of Vex comes in and there's other people, there's guards and everything like that arrive. And then Vex sort of like clicks his fingers and all the torches light. There's a light, there's a light switch on the wall. It hits the light switch and all the torches turn on. Ah, yeah. right, that's what it was, right. Okay, yeah. yeah um, and then he's... <laughs> yeah, that's it. Um, he says, give me the dagger or I'll kill you both. Then he says to the so he's kill them both. <laughs> yeah. Kill them both. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he, he goes, and then we've got the um, you know, why? It's like James no, no, Bond no. and things like this. Why? Why somebody doesn't just shoot them? <laughs> Instead, they set up the implausible trap. I guess bullets are expensive in this country. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. With the bed of spikes and everything upside down, yeah. over them. And then he lights the candle underneath it, and he goes out, and he's sort of like, la ha ha ha. That's the last we see of him. Uh, he his coat. Yeah, yeah, and he shuts his coat in the door, yeah, doesn't he? Does. So he has to come back yeah, in, yeah. get his coat out the door. He goes, ah ha ha ha. He shuts the door. <laughs> but then, um, but then, says, don't worry, if, I, if my pitch reaches a certain height, I could shatter that glass and, and cut us free. Yeah. He can't quite reach it, can he? Yeah. And then. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, so she screams, doesn't she? And he's, um, she says, "Oh yeah, that's my um, was it angry and annoyed back in New York?" Scream. That's right. Yeah. And they cut themselves free. So before I die, I'd like to no thank one's you gonna for the die. Op- what do you mean? I can just shatter that glass with something to cut these ropes with. What is it? The Tonga yell. They use it in Kenya. What was that? Huh? The Bartlett scream I use it in New York. Right. Yep. Jamie Lee Curtis rips her dress a bit more. I took a note of that. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and he went backwards and forwards a couple of times just to make just sure. Just sure it was properly ripped in the right places. Uh, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then... I've got first been killed. Yeah, and it's the fake shapes. That's right. There's, a, there's loads of them. They want the dagger yeah. back because it's from there. Burma, is it? I think they're from Burma. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I can't remember that. It, I can't remember what the name of the country was, but there's because it's sort of like if it gets to the Russians, then 
they these people will uh, America will lose its oil supply or something yeah, like that, isn't yeah, it? This country, if the country goes into chaos, America will lose their oil. Uh, but it is worth millions yeah. as well, this dagger. So, you know, and they want it back. Yeah, yeah. And something they're walking on cliffs for some reason. I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, because they, they um, so like, it, oh, yeah, somebody else told us, you know, the last person that told us that they didn't know where the dagger was, he died. Yeah. And then, um, so yeah, they they sort of like they're walking them up this cliffside, and they get was it they get to the top, and he says, "Oh, you got till three before I sort of like we push you off the cliff," and he says, "I don't I don't know where it is," so they push him off the cliff. Yeah, then they all turn around. Before that, he says, "They won't push me off the cliff." I know when someone's bluffing, and then they push him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's right. So they push him off the cliff, and then but then they all turn around and they walk off again and they go back to some hotel, but they leave one bloke there to go and get his body. No, they don't go to get his body. Go to get his so ear. instead of walking to the bottom of the cliff, yeah, this guy has to climb down to get his ear because that's their ritual. Yeah. To, to have an ear of their victims or something. Yeah. Yeah. And so anyway, he, so like, it's always me that's left behind. All this. So he's tying the rope. <laughs> yeah. So in the meantime, Callahan's climbing up a vine. Yes, yes. <laughs> And as mate, he just sort of like peers over the top of the cliff. He punches him in the face. Yeah, they yeah. <laughs> all got um, Jamie Curtis is in the hotel. <laughs> yeah, she, that's right. Yeah, and she's she, a freak out, isn't she? Yeah, she she wrecks the place. She, she goes, I hate him. She's throwing I stuff him. over the place. I hate him. I hate, oh, I love him. him. Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Great script. That's it. And then. Hell, what am I doing in Burma? Why do I have to go on that stupid job interview anyway? Why do I have to put my stupid fiancé through stupid dental calls? I wish I never met Callahan. I hate him. Dragged me halfway across the world just to get himself killed. I hate him. I hate him. I love him. I love him. I love him. Oh. Oh. He comes in through the window, doesn't he? Callahan comes in. But as he comes in through the window, the guards, the um, the shake guys come in through the door and the window and everything, and they say, "Oh, Vex has just appeared in Mozambique." And he says, and Callahan says, "Well, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah." And so he, he says um, he thinks we're both dead, so he won't be expecting us. So we'll go and get it. And he's, he says, no, 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 no. She stays here. You've got two days. If you don't, if you're not back in two days with the dagger, she dies. Yeah, that's right, yeah. But, yeah, yeah, that's right. So she's looking at both of them, sort of like, and he says, yeah, okay, deal. So she's like, what? don't understand. Vex is your enemy. You can forget about Mr. Vex. Our agents just informed us that he has gone to Mozambique. Why Mozambique? The perfect place to meet the Russians. They pay anything for that dagger, and without it, Bundar is plunged into chaos, and America's oil supply gets cut off. Vex used to have a hideout in Mozambique, the elephant's graveyard. He'll be looking for you, Bundarans, but he thinks we're dead. Let us go. You have two days. We'll get it. The girl stays. And if you are not back within 48 hours, she will die a terrible death. But, but, then, 
don't get it's back to the private plane again yes uh, the little Cessna thing and he's flying that and it's you know again it's the sort of the rolling scenery behind the window thing um, is making a deal with the Russians isn't he that's right yeah yeah the least Russian looking Russians you've ever seen in your life and it's into the middle of his meeting and knocks the Russians down yeah and then Vex Vex smacks him over the head with a cane and knocks him out but I did notice that a million dollars doesn't look an awful lot, does it? Because yeah, he, <laughs> yeah, he, he had a pile of six million dollars and it was about two inches high. <laughs> he says, what are you going to do with all this money? He says, maybe invest it in stocks and trades. And makes, what, you're not going to buy trans- transferable bonds or something like this? And then, yeah, yeah. So he... he um, the Russians just brought was a fake. Yeah. And as they go so off, he says, What are you going to do? Yeah, and he says, Yeah, but now I can sell it again. Yeah, and double my profits. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, they, Callahan sort of like, they have a bit of a scrap, don't they? And he, he throws some old rib cage or something at him, doesn't he? Yes, he does. Yeah. He, 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 he the, pins, the pins into a rock. Next to the, the rocks behind him somehow. Yeah. And obviously, he doesn't kill him, even though he's his archer. No. <laughs> just takes, That's right, yeah. And, yeah, he goes back and he, he opens his case, doesn't he? And he gets the dagger out of the case. And he says, Oh, don't leave me here because the ants will eat me That's alive. Right, yeah, he he does. Says, <laughs> yeah. He says, Oh, it's all right. They're welcome to you. And he paints it back to then uh, he, uh, he has a little engine trouble on the way. Yeah, that's it. The engine cuts out, so and you see the plane. So does the music, if you notice, at the same time. Yeah, and then he parachutes out, doesn't he? Yeah. The plane crashes. Yeah. He lands in the middle of a lot of flock of sheep. Yes, he does. Luckily, and he knows the shepherd. He knows the shepherd. But the shepherd talks, but the shepherd's, really quick, talks really fast. He does massively quickly, doesn't yeah. he? Really, really quickly. Um, and then he goes, oh, you could walk three days to this village and then get a taxi, but the taxis don't run it, and the buses don't run at this time of night and things like that. And then the last thing is, oh, I've got a motorbike. Waddle! <laughs> 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 yeah. Callahan, my old friend. Tell me how to get the Berman fast. Over in the next village, they have a talks of two really heavy huskies, Heckler and Hawkler, but I'm not sure you can get a driver at this time of night. There's David the driver, but he's taking down the mask. Trushkis and Dallas are fast, filling dynamite and drainage stitches. You could take the train to Trushka 10, but the track tends to twist and there's trouble in the tie roll. I do have a motorcycle. A motorcycle! So he's, he gets he gets on a motorbike, and again, it's like, it's like one of those old fairground ones, isn't it? He's just sitting on it, and the front wheel's, the, the front wheel's off the ground, and he just moves the handlebars right, a little yeah. bit. The scenery goes rushing past. Yeah, that's it. Just, and just, lands on the yeah, just, bed, sort of thing, doesn't he? And it gives him the dagger. Yeah, but yeah. He hands him the dagger. He saves Jamie Curtis. Uh, it's all good. Yeah, and that's it. 
Yeah, and she's she's looking a bit ragged, isn't she? Because she's still wearing the same clothes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just a few millimetres. But, but yeah, so to get back to New York and to his office, he says, oh, I read your resume on the way back. Very impressive and all this stuff. And um, he says, yeah, give, give me a few days to think it over. And she's, she's sort of like kicks off a bit, doesn't she? And so sort of like, what do you mean? You know, I've been here. I've been sort of like threatened with death. Yeah, all this stuff. He says, oh, can you start on Monday? So she says, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And then it cuts to the, the was it? It's sort of like the end, isn't it? There's the titles and that. And then all of a sudden, I didn't catch what actually happened, but I think there's something hits the wall. Well, I had a chance to look at your resume on the flight back. It was very impressive. Oh, thank you. I'd just like to give it a bit more thought. Bit more thought? After what I've been through for you, you're going to give it a little more thought? Are you crazy, Mr. Callahan? I was beaten up. I was kidnapped for you. I was nearly thrown out a window. You've got some... Can you start Monday? Today's late for dinner. I hope your fiance isn't too upset. Oh. oh, no, probably not. I should probably go home and change my clothes. Miss Bartlett. First thing on Monday, I want to check into some reports about a scientist in Finland who may have discovered... Oh, I don't want to bother you with that now. It says, um, meet me in Rio immediately. Yeah. So he jumps up and he says, Miss Barclay? And that's it. That's the end of it. And so the next adventure, you'll be watching that one, I take it. Yeah, but whenever it's made. <laughs> yeah, I know. But um, it was funny. Yeah, it wasn't bad, was it? It was... It, no, it was it was it was funny. It was good, you know. It was the tongue lodged firmly in cheek, but as I couldn't get the you know. And I know that they did it deliberately, but it still jarred a bit. Was the canned laughter? Yeah, yeah, that was the worst bit. If that, if that, if that, if that, if that, 
Yeah, it would. But I think I think they did it deliberately to make it you know even more jangly. But it was it was definitely out of place, completely out yeah, of place. If but it straight, which is the best sort of type of joke. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think their tongues were slightly in their cheek, yeah. but it was you know it was you know definitely well done. But I mean, and it's. It's like I knew I recognised him. Yeah. Can't botch him. Yeah. I knew I recognised him, yeah. but I could couldn't place him at all until I read looked down at his credits and he's in Die Hard and I knew exactly who he was. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah, that's right. He's the one that um, Alan Rickman shoots. Yeah, he's yeah. he's the one that Alan Rickman kills, isn't he? He just sort of like um, and booby booby. Like shoots him. Um, because it wasn't he voted to the second most sleazy character in cinema of all time or something. Yeah. But, I also but yeah, I also recognised him from Supergirl. But yeah, Helen Slater one. All right, okay. It's <laughs> kind of love interest in that. So. All right, okay. No, I know. I well, I'm, I never, I ne- I've never seen Supergirl, oh, so missed, got, I'm obviously missing yeah, something. Yeah, it's got Peter Cook in it, you know. So. It's a great script. Um, <laughs> I just say Supergirl was ahead of its time. It's, uh... <laughs> yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it was definitely woke long before it was fashionable to be woke. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever woke means. <laughs> yeah, it was like, oh, a really short skirt. Uh, <laughs> <got everything>. yeah. <laughs> well, perhaps I'll go. Perhaps I'll go and look for it. <laughs> I also also noticed the fact that he was in uh, Urban Legend. Urban Urban Legend, the final cut in 2000. And at the moment, oh, was he? At the moment, he's in pre production on Urban Legend. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Uh, as, you, as you do. Yeah, I'm not sure which, which Urban Legend this one is. I know there was one, uh, but obviously I made sequels to it that I never bothered with. <laughs> oh, right, okay. Uh, and I've got uh, and the guy who played Mephesta, uh, you may have recognised him from The Thing. Film the thing is one of the research guys. Oh, yeah. Yes, yes. He does look a bit different in this because he he, he looks really sort of like CD and. Yeah. But yeah, uh, obviously in the thing as well, he'd been wearing a bloody great parka. So. Yeah. <laughs> and also, you know, Jamie Lee Curtis, most famously for Buck Rogers in the 25th century. Uh, she was in the episode Unchained Women. <laughs> so. <laughs> Oh, was he? No, the only thing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, she's done nothing else. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. She was generally dressed more. Um, but yeah, no, I would say. It's weird because when we were growing up, her dad was really famous, weren't he? Tony Curtis. Yeah. Oh, Tony Curtis, yeah, yeah. And it. Massively famous because I remember the Persuaders. Yeah. Uh, there was, was, there, was it the race he was or something. The film he was in, we had to race around the world. <laughs> yeah, he was, but wasn't he? Also, he was. Wasn't he in the Cannibal Run as well? Uh, just trying to think. He was in some. No, no, you're, you're. No, I'm, I'm thinking again. I'm thinking of the race because he was in that with um, Dean Martin, wasn't he? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he was. But also, he was in um, 
he was in a film with Burt Lancaster, I think it was The Acrobat or something like yes, that. Yeah, he, he was also Boston Strangler. So. <laughs> oh, he kept that quiet. Yes. <laughs> he wouldn't be so popular if people knew. <laughs> 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 um, but yeah, it's. Uh, let's say it's. It was good. Yeah. It was good. You know, we. You know, watched it for what it was, which was basically it was a comedy, wasn't it? It was yes. a sort of, it was a sketch. Yeah, it reminded me a bit of like, um, do you remember Jane? Yes, I do remember Jane very well. Glynis Barber, Glynis uh, Barber, that's right. I was trying to think who, she, yeah, but it was like that because it sort of like, it went into cartoon at times, didn't it? it? All, the background was a cartoon. It was a cartoon in the background because. I vaguely remember, yeah. It was when it, it was like it was there was like advert long bits, yeah, wasn't it? Just like 10 minutes and eight minutes long, yeah. And, and everyone should lose yeah. their toes in it. I, don't know why I, remember I was going to say she was she, she <laughs> no she was scared, she was scantily clad for lots of it wasn't yes, she? Most of it, yeah. She had those big big um, like old forties silk knickers yeah. sort of things that went down to her knees. Yeah, but, I mean, it was based on the but, comic strip from the forties, yeah, the, the troops. Yeah, it was. Was yeah, Jane. Yeah, Jane was sort of like yeah, the, the forces sweetheart yeah, or something, wasn't she? But no. Not at all. Well, not in, not in that it was, you know, I couldn't see where it was going to go. But when you think of some of the things they have made, yeah. you do think something like this when it's, you know, so obviously tongue in cheek and it was so obviously a piss take. I think, you know, they could have done a series of these of different genres. Yeah, I, I think 24 episodes of this premise would have got yeah yeah pretty much pretty much that was the other thing it reminded me of do you remember doc savage man of bronze yeah ron ely yeah. it was it was it was like that was a straight version of this yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah just as unbelievable but he did, he did, but he was wasn't he in the mid, middle of the jungle somewhere because he was like a Tarzan type fellow, wasn't he? Yeah, I'm not sure why he was made of bronze. It just yeah, yeah, It was, wasn't it? It was about three weeks after Rodney did that one in Only Falls and Horses where Del turned the time for half an hour, so he was. He was he was man of lobster for about a fortnight. And he... <laughs> if you had to score this out, then what'd you score this one? Uh, as good as it was, I'd say it was a. I'd say it was about a six. Because it, you know, that's fair enough. I think six as well is going to end up as well. So. <laughs> yeah, because the thing is, as bad as it is, it's good at being bad. And Jay, and Jay, it was. It, Jamie Lee Curtis gets about five points. Of that, so. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Well, yeah, she's always good to look at, isn't yeah. she? Always good to look at. But um, 
no it's very very good uh, you know for what it was and for its time and everything like that it was really good and i would imagine this this was just before jamie lee curtis got really famous wasn't it she had done some films yeah yeah absolutely but um Saving that for the sequel, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the real high spots of my yeah, career. Yeah, this is where the mother you will be. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what you call service. But when, when you just brought me up, did you did yeah. I was going to say, did you did you pick up the stamping on the floor that I've been doing for the last five minutes? <laughs> but no, no, I, it was it was good. It was good. I uh, I enjoy. I I always enjoy looking at Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. Oh, lovely. Like, <laughs> yeah. No, it wasn't. When, when it started, I thought, oh, for God's sake, what have you done? Yeah, you know, what have you said to now? <laughs> Yeah, I know, I know. But literally, when he, before I, obviously before I looked it up to uh, have a look on INDB about it, when he said Callahan, I thought it was going to be a Dirty Harry spin-off. <laughs> yeah. But, um, what, what was his name? Hammer. Oh, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. Sledgehammer, yeah. yeah. Sledgehammer, that's right, yeah. But, um... He's the Dirty Harry spin-off. <laughs> no, say... Having said that, it was it was none the worse for it. No, so I mean, it, was, it was fine. It was good. It was good. As a one of sketch, yeah, I think it would have been fine. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I don't know what we do uh, next time. Uh, maybe something. Maybe nothing. No, okay, dog. Yeah. Well, if you send us, send us a link. Yeah. Or we are, well send us yeah send us a couple and then we'll. Yeah, maybe a long one and a short one again. Yeah, that's so I think it works out quite well, doesn't it? Yeah. In about a fifteen-minute attention span, didn't it? Yeah, but it's it's like I noticed about this as well. Is they kept they inserted insert con, insert adverts oh, here. first one didn't arrive until about 15 20 minutes in and then the next two were within two minutes of each other or something (laughs) well american programs they do do that though don't they yeah they tried it once in this country on sky it didn't work it didn't last long (laughs) i know i know i remember it i remember it but also the thing the thing with um I found whenever I'm watching an American recording of an American program, is that they do stealth adverts as well because they don't warn you that it's coming. In the UK, you know, in the UK, there's this thing where, and I'm not sure that they all stick to it. The adverts have to be set at the same volume as the programs, and also they tend to flag 
the bit of the pro- you know the end of the program, then you have the screen change to go into an advert. In Americans, in America, I've noticed in a lot of American things they don't do it. Yeah, they just they just literally throw the advert at you, don't they? <laughs> 